Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co-host Donna Lee. Does it? I don't get an adjective? I was going to try one, but I ran out of words. <laughs> well, I am your obedient and fantastically wonderful, engaging co-host. You know, yeah. you're a professional comedian. I am. Comedy, comedy's coming back. A comedy um, is going to come back. Right? Coming back. I don't know. I think all the humor has been dried up in this we world. sucked it up and threw it away. Well, um, Cap City's coming to the domain. Our hero, Joe Rogan, is going to probably open something. Uh-huh. He, he has. Have he, you heard? He got One World Theater. Mm-hmm. Is that a done deal? I think so. Well, we got to get this message to him. We've been trying to figure out how to get to him. I love so. it when our when our guests speak into the mic before they're supposed to. <laughs> He's an old friend. <laughs> we have a guest. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist. This He's is the kidding. urology uh, specialty clinic that I started in 2007. This show is about men's health. We've been so pleased and proud to be able to give this show to the uh, people masses. of Austin and the masses for, for some time now, huh? Because we're treating the nipples to the knees and everybody's fascinated. Nipples to the knees. You know, we're yeah. almost, is it almost two years? Almost two years. That's a long time. To do a podcast. That's to do a podcast. And we still haven't met Joe Rogan? I think we have like 600 episodes out there. We do. It's you, pretty good. You can Google the Armor Men's Health Hour and something else urology related and you'll find a podcast. We are the most prolific men's health show. That sure. ever has been on the Apple podcast platform. When are we going to get a syndication? We're trying to get an agent. So if you're an agent for, you know, <laughs> podcasts or radio shows, uh, please let us know. We're going to blow this popsicle stand. And That's right. So, Donna, where do people find us? They can reach out to us in Round Rock, Texas, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. You can send your questions that we'll answer anonymously to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We've got so many amazing questions for the upcoming segments. And then our website's armormenshealth.com. Tell everybody what you do. What do I do? You're a urologist, I hear. I'm a board-certified board certified urologist. I'm and a board-certified co-host. You are not board-certified. I am Dr. Donna. Certif- you do not call yourself Dr. Donna. <laughs> I'm so much trouble. I'm, uh, you know, we're really happy today. You heard him mention something earlier. Dr. Andrew Cassidy, Lone Star Podiatry. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. You know, foot-type issues are things that men deal with very commonly. And I feel that so many issues that are foot-related are also weight-related. Mm-hmm. Whether they be pain or rubbing against the shoe or... Or big feet from edema or diabetes. I thought it would be interesting for you to tell us kind of common foot conditions that are related to weight and that can be improved by weight. It's funny, you know, a lot of people think when they have issues like plantar fasciitis, they say like, yeah, I've gained weight and so forth. But I see people that are 130 pounds with plantar fasciitis. Mm-hmm. All right. So most of the stuff we see is usually not weight related. It's weight distribution related, but not weight related. Now, edema can be its own issue. Mm-hmm. You know, lower extremity edema can cause claudication issues and DVTs. You can get spontaneous ulcerations on the leg and ankles just from the chronic edema and the blood isn't circulating enough in your fluid in your legs it's kind of like a sponge it can only hold so much and after that you can get spontaneous venous stasis ulcerations which are very unpleasant and very hard to get rid of I've seen this so these are like ulcers that like explode on the yeah. feet because of all the swelling mm. the water will weep out the skin even. Right? so compression is a big deal and anybody who wears who stands all day even sitting in a chair all day gravity pulls fluid downhill I love love these athletic compression devices that they're having now these athletic compression socks or calf sleeves. See how these athletes are all compressioned up these days? Mm-hmm. They do it so they can recover from workouts faster. But anybody who stands all day, that dependent position, or even, like I said, sitting in a desk all day, you're not moving your body, that gravity pulls. 
that blood. And so this is a way to get it back uphill. Because that's the way blood pumps back. We have a heart that pumps blood mm-hmm. down to the legs, but then we have to use the muscle Muscles. pumps to pump the blood exactly. black. So it's back up to the heart. So if you don't exercise or walk, that fluid has a tendency to, to pool, pool in, the, in, the, in the lower extremities. And over time, our veins have the valves become less compliant. So they're even harder to get that fluid uphill. Com- it can be compromised if you're really tall. We call it tall man syndrome. Just like getting a, you know, water to the top floor of a penthouse apartment, it's hard to get that blood uphill. Is that why men who are like eight feet tall die so quickly? Is that the main reason? Or they just, I don't think it's the main reason. Just because they I can't go it, through the doors and they hit their heads all the time? I think it's what made him eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think there's other issues. <laughs> oh, they're making so much money playing basketball. They just, you know, they, they just got, you know. It's a good o- problem to o- have. Overindulged. <laughs> well, when it comes to age, weight, other conditions, what are some other types of things that you will see as common presenters to a podiatry So, office? you know, the top couple of presenting problems that we see are fairly easy. One is plantar fasciitis, which which uh, is a chronic heel pain. It's a stretching of a plant of tissue on the bottom of your called the plantar fascia. So it's a mechanical issue. Then we keep walking on it. So it becomes a chronic inflammatory issue. So there's two components to that. The most common one I see recently is neuromas, which is a little pinched nerve in between um, the bones on the ball of the foot. And that comes from walking barefoot on hard floors, which we're not meant to do and or wearing shoes that are too tight. So one of the things that happens as we age is our, we tend to grow a size midlife in our feet. Plus, combine that with any of the lower extremity edema we were just talking about. I beg to differ. I've been a, I've been a size 14 since I was 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. You can and, and it was funny. They've done head. studies showing that women oh, underestimate boy. the size of their feet by a size to a size and a half. Well, you know, the feet wow. look really nice in a small oh, shoe. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's good for my business. They only had it in the seven, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with the lower extremity edema issues we were talking about, you get a little bit of swelling into a shoe, and that can compress that nerve, and that can start the process. And then the nerve swells, which makes it easier to compress, which makes it swell more. It becomes a kind of a snowball effect. You talked about walking uh, barefoot. It, it's interesting because, you know, several years ago, I remember seeing a bunch of these people mm. who started running that had little footy shoes. That just oh, look yeah. like feet. And I've seen people do trail running without shoes on. Uh, oh, and, and it always makes me wonder this idea that, you know, returning to nature like the cavemen had no shoes. You know, is, is that good for our feet? Well, this all started from a book a guy named Christopher McDougall. And he profiled these group of Indians in northern Mexico called the Tamara Indians. And they would run from culture from uh, mountain town to mountain town on barefoot, kind of embedded in their culture. But they were doing it on dirt and grass. On concrete tile and hardwood. Well, that they a couple of those guys came up and ran the Leadville 100 trail race, and they won. <laughs> and and they actually didn't run barefoot. They actually went to the city dump and cut up tires and strapped them to their feet as sandals. Neat. Huh. Well, then became the Nike Freeze and the barefoot running shoes, and that that became the craze for a while. Mm-hmm. But this concept that we're made to walk barefoot on concrete tile and hardwood, the physics don't match. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes you know it comes back to like we were talking about earlier, Newton's laws. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So you step on that hard floor, it comes back on you. So we need rubber under our feet because we live in a concrete world, especially here in Texas because we don't have subfloors and no one has wall-to-wall shag carpet anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these these mecha- these that. become hard mechanical issues that affect our body and not only our feet. But, you know, the old song, knee bones connect to the hip bone connect to the thigh bone, this has ramifications up the chain, knee, hips, and back. So oftentimes when I finally get people into the right shoes or a good customer thigh, they'll say, yeah, my feet are better, but let me tell you about my knees. Mm. You know, so there are issues where it has an effect all the way up, for sure. <laughs> 
So um, when uh, people are coming to you for uh, advice on you know these the, the, these common foot conditions, what is the treatment for a neuroma or uh, or a painful and you call it a, a painful pinch nerve pinch on, nerve. The, on it, the ball of the, the ball foot. of the foot? So it'll be it's kind of diffuse pain. Sometimes people can hard time pinpoint it. They'll even say it feels like their sock is wadded up in the shoe. The most common step is we start off with a little steroid shot, and as steroid shots go, it's a pretty easy shot to do. It takes me about three seconds. All right. That, and we get a limit of three per year per site, depending on how you do on the first one, dictate successive ones. Bulk of the time, about 80 plus percent of the time after one shot, people are at least 50% better in two weeks. Okay. Some people, I'm a miracle worker. We like those. Makes me look good. <laughs> Some people just don't do anything. That's body chemistry, kind of how long it's been around. If that doesn't work, then we talk about an amniotic growth factor injection, which can be an over the, which can be a out of pocket cost, but it's one shot and done. Mm-hmm. And they take amniotic tissue from a, cultured C-sections that people donate, and they cultivate it down to a powder. And growth factors are kind of the magnets for stem cells. And they say, stem cells come here and heal this. And we use this on neuromas. We use it on soft tissue injuries. We use it on mild arthritis and joints. It's pretty amazing stuff. It allows your body to do the things it wants to do. We use amniotic membrane-type tissue mm. in nerve regrowth for yeah. prostate tissue. So yeah. it's something that uh, is becoming uh, more and more common It's wonderful uh, for, stuff for, for, for people to look at. And if people need some type of intervention for plantar fasciitis, what would you say the two most common things are? Number one, as I tell my patients, ice, 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 ice. Ice. Do you ever say baby? 20 minutes at a time, multiple <laughs> times a day, all right, until you forget about which foot you hurt. Because with every step of every day, you re-accentuate that chronic inflammatory process. And a tissue like the fascia that has a horrible blood supply and a huge load on it, that's a bad combo. So we got to keep blunting that chronic inflammatory mode. And sometimes with uh, good shoes, custom orthotics, and sometimes an injection, either steroid or uh, growth factor, or if they have a tear, which we can see on our diagnostic ultrasound, we institute very targeted physical therapy. I'm very specific about what I have them do. I don't send people to PT for exercises. That's amazing. Uh, this uh, The idea of foot medicine and how far it is from penis medicine. <laughs> and uh, and it, it was such an honor for you to come and uh, share so much with us. It really shares a lot to our listeners. And I can't wait to get those questions. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Andrew Cassidy with Lone Star Podiatry at lonestarpodiatry.com, 512-263-5454. And you can find that information on our Facebook page as well as mm-hmm. on the podcast notes. That's right. Well, Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You can call us during the week at 512-238-0762 and check out our website where you can see our smiling, happy faces at armormenshealth.com. Happy faces. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 